Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Uh, I have a really special guest today. I've been uh, wanting to podcast with him for a long time. Uh, he reached out to me a couple months ago, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he reached out to me and my friend Annabelle, uh, and Annabelle got him first, and I wanted to wait because you know, I know you guys listen to a lot of uh, our podcasts, and so or we have to share a lot of the same listeners. So wanted to wait, but uh, if you guys have listened to Annabelle's, you know that he's amazing. Uh, he's a psychic. He's a lovely person. Very handsome, too. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> the lovely Chris Medina. Yay. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. I, you were also hard to track down for a while because you were living in Oregon for a little bit. Living in Oregon, yeah. Waiting for my daughter to finish school. Yeah. Did you like Oregon? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Why? Because it rains all the time? N- no, I just I couldn't get past the mentality there. What, like the, it's too the slow paced. Oh. Too slow paced, yeah. Did you ever go to Portland? Yeah, went to Portland. Doesn't it annoy you that they have that slogan like "Keep Portland weird"? It's like yeah. they're just trying to be weird. Yeah, they're trying to be weird. Like, well, like you grew, like you went to boarding school. Your parents are, your dad's the head of Nike. Like, just because you put like a bowl piercing in your nose and dyed your hair purple doesn't mean you're weird, buddy. You're yeah, just trying you to like piss your parents off. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> I like Portland. It's really pretty, but like the people are there are kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just too slow-paced. I mean, it, uh, the only reason why we're there is because my daughter's finishing school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, so where did you grow up? Grew up in L.A. Like in L.A.? Born and raised in, I was born in Sun Valley uh-huh. and lived in uh, the Valley for a little Valley bit. Sun like Valley like the horse area near Burbank? Kind of, yeah. It's kind of like in between North Hollywood and... Um, but they have a lot of horses, right? Or did I just like go horseback riding there once? Oh, that's Sunland, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then I grew up in Simi Valley. I okay. moved there when I was seven. Yeah. Wait, so where is Sun Valley then? It's between North Hollywood and what? North Hollywood and like uh, Pocoima, San Fernando. So out in the outskirts. Okay. Yeah. Off of like the one, the going off the 170 out that way. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I actually think me and Stassi had to film a pickup there once. That Do you watch Vanderpump enough to know? Where'd you guys go? I think it was somewhere that, so uh, when we went to Katie's wedding, um, we almost got lost in the woods and they didn't have like footage of that. Uh, even, and it was like real, like scary, legit. Uh, but we didn't have the footage of us like actually getting lost except we had a little bit on our phone. So they made us feel a pickup like somewhere out there. I think it might've been there. Oh, so really? it kind of looked like it was in the middle of nowhere. It's industrial. It looks industrial. There's a bunch of those, those plants out there and there's the, the okay, maybe not there. Yeah. But we went up like far into the, yeah. the woods. I, I can't imagine any, that you would be there for more than 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We were just driving around yeah. trying to read whatever. Recap yeah, that's thing. Sun Valley. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So um, when did you know that you were psychic? I've known my whole life. Like when you were a little kid? When I was a little kid, yeah. W- like how old? I would say about four. I had like really bad asthma as a kid uh-huh. and I almost died. Um, so my dad, um, well, my dad was the first one to notice what was going on because my dad has that ability too. Mm-hmm. So he would constantly, uh, I guess I would talk to myself. He in has the, the ability to what? Like, is he also psychic? Yeah. He sees though. Mm-hmm. He actually can see ghosts, um, ghosts, spirits, whatever it is that you want to call them. Whoa. He can actually, see them. I can pick up and hear them. Mm-hmm. I don't always see them though, but he sees them. Wow. So I guess I would talk to myself as a little kid and he's like, who are you talking to? Uh-huh. And I was, and I would answer him back saying, oh, I'm talking about the guy in the car next to us. He's like, what do you mean? What, what, what do you see? And I said, I see him being sad. So I guess I, w- I was reading the people in the cars next to me. Is that kind of being like an empath too? Is that what that means? Being an empath? Being able to pick up on the, yeah, to feel on their feelings. Uh-huh. I, just, I like yeah. that my lights just flickered when you were talking about right? this. Yeah. <laughs> what are you bringing in here? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so yeah, he would, uh, yeah, I guess he's the one that, I guess nurtured it. He, he's a biker. So mm-hmm. he'd have uh, he'd have his friends over and they'd all come uh-huh. over and smoke weed uh-huh. and then he would throw me in the room. Like he was like in like a bike like biker gang, but like biker, biker whatever. Yeah, exactly biker gang. He uh-huh. did all that that crazy cool. shit. So um, like a real p- gang. Like was he like Gypsy Joker or like my dad's gonna kill me? Yeah, he was. He was. My dad's a pretty. Awesome. I'll show you a picture. He's a badass. That's awesome. He's got the whole. He's native. He's got the whole long hair, uh, beard, mustache. That's so cool. Wears his leathers. Still rides his Harley at 60, 62. That's really cool. And he's huge my dad used to ride harleys up until a few years ago and we were like you need to sell them you have glaucoma in one eye you can't really see out of one of them and you don't hear very well like you're not really capable of riding a harley anymore <laughs> he'll ride till he dies yeah, yeah. that's uh-huh. funny yeah so so your dad was uh like that but he did not like do it professionally at all no he hates it he hates it he hates it he does he the way the way that he looks at it is they're coming to get me he's done a lot of like you know he's about he's done some crazy shit yeah. so he feels like it's haunting uh-huh. him oh and he doesn't like to hear it. He doesn't like to see it. Does he see like, um, st- like visions of like stuff like like people like that, you know, like like the 
some of the mistakes he's made. I'm not saying that like, killed someone. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, crazy. And they'll actually, um, he told me the other day that there was three women standing in front of his bed that were dressed like in 18, 18th century type clothing standing uh-huh. in front of his bed. Oh my God. And he's like, yeah, I was like asking what they wanted. They were just staring at me. Jesus. Yeah. He wakes up with shit like that or he'll, like, he told me, yeah. Like regularly. Right. Uh, yeah. At least, at least what? Once, once a week. Oh my God. He'll pick, yeah, he picks up, but he, he tunes it out. He's afraid of it. Wow. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't mean like, okay, so just curious about this. So it's not necessarily the house that he lives in is haunted. Like these people will come to him sort of. He'll, so yeah, it's not the same person all the time. No, it's different. Yeah. Weird. He said that he, this is, this creeped me out. He said that he woke up because he heard something ticking on his uh, nightstand. Mm-hmm. And he said he saw, and I know this, this is creepy. And this, I was like, are you sure you weren't dreaming? He's like, no, I was wide awake. He said he saw a little, a little figure of a person on the nightstand mm-hmm. banging a drum. Uh, I don't think that's that creepy because I have a very weird story that happened to me as a kid and I think it sounds crazy, but it is, I mean, it's clear as day to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what it is. Yeah. Tell me, tell me. So it's not like a little person figure, but like similar sort of, I, so I, I grew up in Astoria, um, and it's just like, you know, it's like an old, like stormy fishing village basically. And, uh, there were, uh, there were train tracks that ran along the river and we lived just like on a hill, like right above the river, super close. So it was like down the hill and across the street. And there were train tracks that were along the river, but they were not, um, functioning. Mm-hmm. They had not functioned in years. And one night I'm probably like five or six or something and I'm laying in bed and I hear a train go by and then a train whistle and I hear it. It's loud as hell. And then for the rest of the time that I lived in that that house it was you know several a couple years no probably like four more years Mm. i would see like like a like a ghosty figure of like a train and kind of like people in it and stuff like i would just sort of like see it sort of like floating around my apartment like or my apartment my my bedroom like i would open my eyes like when i was little like when i I would be sleeping i would open my eyes and i would just see just visions of whatever was maybe on this train back in the day which i think is really weird because but i was like well that can't really be true because it's not like it's like a vision, but it's not like an actual ghost, really, because it's like, I don't know. But it was from the second I heard the train that does not run anymore and the noise. I saw it for years. Oh, my God. I would trip out. Uh, yeah. It was, <laughs> but you know, when you're little, though, it's just sort of you're like, oh, all right. This is weird. Yeah, how know. old were you when that happened? Probably like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. So back to you. So yeah. so your dad never did it professionally, but he would notice that you were talking to yourself or talking to like you said that you would. So someone would be in the car next to you and you would be able to like hear their thoughts or you would just be able to read how they were feeling. Read how they're feeling and read and pick up what goes on in their home. Uh-huh. Like what's like, like I guess I would tell my dad, this is what's wrong with him. He He's sad because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I remember when I read his friends, um, he, he would always have parties at the house and they would all get stoned uh-huh. and they were like, bring the boy in, bring the boy in. And I gave this guy a reading and I was talking about how sad he was with his, I guess his girlfriend at the time. Uh-huh. And he started crying and I thought oh I did something God. bad. I was like, my dad goes, no, it's it's okay, it's okay. How old were you? I was like four or five. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And so did your dad encourage you to, like, tap into it, even though he was afraid of his own? Yeah, he wanted me to tap into it and made sure, but he, he cautioned me, make sure that you're, that it's coming from a good place. If it feels like it's scary or it feels like like it, like there's something wrong, stop. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he nurtured, I, I would I would go to him and I would ask him things or, or talk to him and tell him how I was feeling about things or, you know, give him... Uh, my thoughts on on what, what I was picking up from from certain people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was your was your mom around? I don't know if that's yeah. appropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She was. Around. I lived with her, but they they split up when I was two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did she have any of those? No. No. She can. Contr- she thought it was all from the scary movies. Uh, so so when you would talk about it, she would just be like, "No, honey, like not." She's like, "You are crazy. What are you talking about? I'm gonna take all those movies away from you if you don't stop." Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So when, so did you ever tell your friends and stuff when you, like when you were little that you would. Like see this or like had this. That's the thing. Or if did he, they ever catch you like talking to someone and? No, they would always come to me for advice. So uh-huh. telling like telling my family now like like my I'm really close with my cousin. She's like my sister. I would tell her this is what I'm doing. This is what I was told to do. And I said if you stop and think about it, think back to all the times that we got into shit mm-hmm. and how I was able to pick things up, mm-hmm. or how many times you guys came to me for came to me for advice. Mm-hmm. All your all her girlfriends, everybody. It's the same thing except we're calling it psychic. Yeah. I said, we never put the two together. She's like, that's right. It's crazy. Yeah. When was a time that was like, if you can think back to a time or a few times maybe where you told someone maybe something kind of major that was going to happen, bad or good, and and they maybe didn't believe you and then it, and then it happened? 
Like any like really poignant stories? Oh my god, that's like almost every day. Really? Yeah. Like Just give to, me a like, few of them. Um, I remember the the first time I was messing with it because I spent a lot of time alone as a kid. My mm-hmm. mom was a was a, a single mom and she would work really really late and I mm-hmm. got bored and I never got along with any of her husbands mm-hmm. ever. So I was always locked How in my room. Husbands. <laughs> uh, one, my dad, two, three husbands good for her yeah <laughs> and so i spent a lot of time so i, I got caught up in those those uh, freddy krueger movies uh-huh. and i said i wonder if i can do that in my dream if i can if i can change my dreams yeah so again spending a lot of time alone in doing that i had this dream Did that they change their dreams in the in the movie is that what it's about they um they were able to do certain things in their dream and uh-huh. bring people in and in there was one one i one thought of that was movies. called like um what is it the dreaming where you can kind of change the course of it astral projection I guess that's not the word I was thinking of, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, I, I messed with lucid it. Lucid dreams, lucid dreams, lucid dreaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. I, I was thinking because I like a big old queer. I joined the Freddy Krueger fan club at the <laughs> so age. So you are gay. I am a big okay. time. So that's why I was huge. like huge. You were, you said you had two kids. I mean, I know that they're, you're, so you're not a gold star gay. You've had yeah. kids. <laughs> I had, yeah, and I had them the natural way too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so I, that's why I was like. You ha- oh, because <laughs> I yeah. had a different perception. Okay, that that's th- okay. So that that's a big one. Yeah, that I knew at the age of twenty one. Uh-huh. I got a, a ding from my guides, whatever it is you want to call them. I call them they. People mm-hmm. want to know who they are. Say guides. Um, okay, but are I, what are like angels? Are they? That's the thing. I don't know. You don't I just, know. They, 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 I just, just hear okay. it. I just hear it. So they um. I kept getting the vision of a, of a baby, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What do you mean?" And they were like, "You're gonna have a baby soon," and I was like, "With who?" And then I, they flashed the, my girlfriend in high school, mm-hmm. and because um, I wasn't out in high school, yeah, not all the way out yet, yeah. And so um, I was like, I'm gonna have did a baby. You, oh, when did you know though? Like uh, much oh, earlier so on. I started fucking around at the age of four. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like with the next one, like I, yeah. like I knew, I yeah. always knew, and um, so I told her, I said, hey, I said, I, I need, I want to have a baby. She's like, you're nuts. I was like, no, I want to have a baby. And you're, you've got to be the mother of my baby. Uh-huh. And she was like, no, no, I, I can't. Ever, you know, what are you talking about? We're not even together. Yeah. I said, but you and had, did she know that you were yeah. gay at that point? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I told her, I said, would you, I can't think of anybody else that I would want to have a baby with. Uh-huh. And I, but you, you're, you're not, you're, you're not, you're not trashy. You're not a gold digger. Mm-hmm. You'd never fuck me over, blah, blah, blah. So we did the deed. Oh my God. The next day, I shit you not. I was sicker than a dog. Like right after the day after we had sex, uh-huh. it was on my birthday. The next day, I got I got to work. I worked at UCLA, UCLA at the time, and I got in there and I was sick. I was nauseous. I kept throwing up. I had the taste of like I know it sounds gross. I had the taste of spit in my mouth the whole time. Weird. And I was like, "You're pregnant." And she's like, "We just did it yesterday. There's no fucking." Way. I said, "You are pregnant. I know it." And for three months during that pregnancy, I lost so much weight. I was so sick. Wow. And I knew that it was going to be a girl. I knew what she looked like. I knew. Were you feeling like her pain of being pregnant? Like her, her like morning sickness? Or was it just that you were just sick? She didn't know. She, she didn't even know. She didn't get morning sickness till later on. Okay. I just, I, there was something, in, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know how to explain. I just knew the yeah. next day. And so, um, yeah, I told her, I said, it's going to be a girl. She's going to have tons of hair when she's born. Her, there's going to be something significant about her cheeks. They're going to be really chubby. Aww. And she's going to have, she's going to look like Betty Boop. Uh-huh. And that's Cute. exactly how she came really? out. And towards the end of the pregnancy, we hadn't picked a name yet. Yeah. I was like messing around with all these names. I'm like, let's do this, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, well, what do, what do you want? And I kept seeing the name Faith. Like uh-huh. Faith Evans came on the radio. Yeah. Faith Christian Church, Faith Lutheran this, trash picked up by Faith. Is that mm-hmm. the name that you want? Faith? And... I felt that I felt that that's what it was, and yeah. we named her Faith. And when she was born, I swear to God, it was a Kodak moment. She grabbed me by the face and kissed me. When I leaned in to see her, I'm all, "There you are." The baby did. Yeah, she grabbed me. They have a picture of it where she grabbed my face and pulled me down. Oh my God! Okay, I have so many questions about this. <laughs> First of all, what twenty-year-one-year-old boy wants a kid? Number mm. one. Number two, what twenty-year-one-year-old gay boy <laughs> wants a kid right away? Number three. How did this girl want to have a kid but not end up being with you? Because then how did she, did she is she with someone now? No, not yet. Did the, is it like hindered her from meeting someone, do you think? No, not at all. She'll no? do whatever she wants to do. Really? Yeah. Why did she agree to it? I mean, because probably she wanted one too. Like you guys are obviously friends. Like have you maintained a good relationship? Absolutely. Her? Yeah. So it's actually really cool. Yeah. She, I always say if, if I ever went to jail for anything, the first person I call would be her oh. to come get me. She would. I, ne- I think it's just fascinating. I mean, I've heard of these stories like later in life when like, okay, you know, the woman hasn't, you know, found anyone. She wants to have a baby and, 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 you know, the, the guy obviously can't have like, I've heard of that later, but at 21 knowing that. 
I lived a fast life. Like I grew up quick. I was uh, I lost my virginity at four. Did you? Yeah. Would you say at four? Fourteen. Oh, fourteen. Oh, okay. Like with a guy. Yeah, Like yeah. I totally. I, I was doing my thing or whatever. So by the time eighteen hit, I already uh-huh. did everything that I wanted to do. Yeah. I did drugs. I was drunk. I dropped out of school. Did all that shit. Yeah. And then something twenty one came, and they were like, I kept having dreams about a baby. Yeah. It's like where's this coming from? And and what made her like uh, want want the same thing? Was she just like, she just more they wanted kids? The way, when I look back at it and we talk about it, I was like, you were probably in a trance. I said, you probably didn't know better. You were like, okay, we, I guess this is what we're doing now. Yeah. I don't know how, again, it just, it, it just flowed. That's so funny. And after my daughter was born, she was like, she saw how close we were. Cause me and my daughter are like this. Yeah. To this day, we're like this. That's the one little bitch that's never turned her back on me. Uh-huh. It's never, never done anything. So yeah. she's been with me since the beginning. And she, uh, her mother was like, you got your daughter. I want a son. Mm-hmm. And I was like, a son? And she goes, yeah, I want I want mom, a, a mama's boy. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, let's try one more time. And you just tried once and had a boy? It was, I swear to God, it was a boy. Did your guides tell you anything about that? Or did you just kind of like... My guides were like more more like... Because, again, when, when my daughter was born, I took over. Mm-hmm. There's just something in me that just took over. I mean, I've been a natural parent. I watched my cousins, my nephews, yeah. and all, my nieces, nephews. And, again, was very... I guess maternal as a, as a yeah. kid nurturing. Yeah. So I'm good with babies. I, mm-hmm. I've, I've been around my whole life. So it came naturally to me. And so I took over the whole, I did everything, but, but, but uh, breastfeed the baby. Yeah. So she was like, I, I want to do it on my own this time. Yeah. So she had, we had our son and she took over and that's crazy. Yeah. How does one afford a kid at 21? I just have so many questions about this. I worked in the insurance industry for a long time. Oh, okay. So, so at 21, fine. I was already making like back then it was like $25 an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, you're successful. I'm old. <laughs> I'm flipping my phone over. I don't want to see it ringing. Uh-huh. Oh, no, you're not old, but like, but also just that's so ambitious for a 21 year old. A, you're already very successful and like settled down enough to have a kid and knew who you were enough to do it. I just think it's that's really fascinating. There was something about yeah. But you're an old soul because you, I mean, probably because of the growing up, like being you know, being able to hear this stuff and and feeling what other people were feeling you probably just grew up really quickly besides growing up quickly in the way that you'd already done everything mm-hmm. but like do you believe in like past lives and stuff do you feel like you absolutely how will like what do you feel like your past lives are? i'm not really totally sure how it all works mm-hmm. but um i think what, what i get from my past life is getting to this point but not doing I know it's going to sound weird, and I want to do readings with people for past life stuff, and, and it bleeds into their life now. I said, I always tell them, you're at a phase where in your past life, you must have died at this time, so everything you're doing forward is brand new. Uh-huh. So with me, I felt like in a past life, I got to a certain point, but was there was something about fear that didn't allow me to go any further than that. Uh-huh. And now the tables have turned, because I've always known I was going to do this. Uh-huh. Always. They, they told me, no, you're, because at the age of four, I told you I had really bad asthma as a kid growing yeah. up. I was living in a plastic bubble for a long time. And I remember Are talking. Are like, they really make kids live in a plastic bubble? Yeah, back then they did. Oh, my God. Like when I say, yeah, the whole bed was a bubble, like a big plastic bubble. I was in there because it was all filled with oxygen. Oh, my God. And I couldn't breathe. I remember telling myself, telling my guides, okay, I'm not afraid anymore. I can die now. It's okay. I'm not scared. Yeah. And they were like, no, you're not, you're not going to die. You're, you're, you're here for something else. It's not here yet, mm-hmm. but you're not going. Wow. So, yeah. So, do you, so, like, were you, like, you were, like, couldn't breathe and you were choking and someone came and found you? Or was it just, like... I just grew up with it. I, I, was, oh, okay. I had it at the age of two and I couldn't breathe. I would have asthma attacks. I'd had uh-huh. to be in and out of the hospital getting pumped steroids and all kinds of weird shit. Did you grow out of it? Yeah, I grew out of it. I grew out of it at the age of 12. And then moving to Oregon in 2011, reactivated the asthma. Oh, really? Do you still, so you have it again now? Only when I'm out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just because the cotton woods. and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So when so when you hear the guides and and they sound different when you were a kid as opposed to now when you hear them do you hear them like clear as day is it like as someone speaking to you It's like me thinking it though but not me thinking it does that make sense uh-huh. Like like I don't hear any voice mm-hmm. it's ju- it's just a thought that comes in like mm-hmm. you should be doing this So when people ask me when I give readings they're like well how did you do it I don't know any other way mm-hmm. I've always trusted it they've always got me out of trouble yeah. like I seriously should be dead right now Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So but when you, but when it's for other people like you just can look at them and you, you, but you don't, so be, you hear someone, the guide's telling you though specifically what you're supposed to be. S- they just, it, it, they, they present pictures or like with, when I give you your reading, I started picking up on things and, and targeting as you're talking. I'm, I'm also reading you and targeting what's going on with you and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. It's just, it's just, a th- I don't know how else to put it, it's like a thought process. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then they'll start showing me pictures of what you were like as a little girl uh-huh. or things that you struggled with or things that you're struggling with now, uh-huh. how, how you're acting when you're home by yourself, yeah. that sort of thing. I start getting images like that. You were very accurate. Thank I must you. tell you guys, he, so a lot of the stuff he, he, I mean, he was spot on pretty much with everything. Um, but the, the craziest one for me is, you know, you know, when you, you see like, I don't know if you've ever been to a psych or you see him in movies. This is my first reading, but at least my experience is seeing it in movies or TV shows, like the psychic will be like, you have a health issue and it's somewhere around like your neck area or it's somewhere near. And, and he basically just looked at me. He was like, you have a thyroid problem, right? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, it wasn't like, he wasn't like, you have a slower metabolism. You have some, like, he just knew it like spot on. I just think that's crazy. Cause they tell me where it, and I've been, because I'm not a doctor and I've been yeah. reading people so much that I'll, I'll, I know instantly, okay, it's going to be thyroid or, or there's something off of maybe their lymph nodes or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With you it was. That's so weird. Yeah. He also said that I'm, um, the guy I'm going to end up with is going to be a little stockier and um, masculine and is going to, like you said, you you just picture him like putting his arm around me or something and like protecting me. Protecting you, being more, being more, be more protective of you. Yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. Because I'd you're love so, for someone to be like that. <laughs> because the way that you are behind closed doors, like, obviously is going to be different than the way you are in public. Mm-hmm. But he's going to find, there's something about your nurturing side behind closed doors that he's going to. Yeah. It's going to do it for him that he's no, he knows you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Does that make sense? I'm very nurturing. I would like someone to be like a little nurturing of me. It would be super fun. I think he's going to know what he has <laughs> when he has it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like I'm kind of like the type where like, you know, um, I just feel like I sort of take care of myself. It would be so awesome if someone wanted to take care of me. I'm not saying financially. I'm saying like, Emotionally where I'm not, supportive. yeah. And yeah. then where I'm not like, you know, walking, you know, like walking home alone at night from like a comedy club. Not that I do that. I don't do that mom. I promise. But like, you know what I mean? Where someone's like wanting to like, you know, you should be more safe or like, I'll protect you. I'll take, you know what I mean? Or good job tonight I, or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And have something to talk yeah. to and walk with you. you yeah. Know? Cause mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, but I'm also just saying like safety stuff. Cause I just figure like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to stab someone if anything ever happens to me. <laughs> yeah. I'll be taking care of myself. Just trying to scratch your eyes yeah. out as you're getting attacked. <laughs> yeah, so was like, Cause I'm gonna have to learn self-defense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's no, you're, you're reading you guys. Well, 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 you'll hear more about what he has to say, but you have to get a reading from him and he'll give his info out. Um, have you ever saw a psychic yourself? Yes. Growing up because in, in I, mean, I guess your dad technically was one, but, but he did, he, he doesn't get the, he doesn't get the, the past, present and future. Does that make sense? Like he, like, I think what happens with him is his perception of it is jaded because of things that he's been through mm-hmm. or things that he wants to caution me on from past experience. Yeah. So I, with me, with, with myself, I, I, I'm able to read myself, but not not all the way like I know when something's coming I, I call it a blip I can't see around the corner for mm-hmm. myself so growing up and knowing that there was something coming or something changing I went and sought psychics and that's why I'm so who that's why that that's why I'm so who I am now because of the bullshit that I went through as a kid going to see these psychics and uh-huh. well we got to burn a nine-foot candle for you and it's going to cost five thousand dollars yeah shut up yeah yeah so so you found like most of the ones you went to were kind of bullshit yeah do you have one that you trust or a few that you trust I have two that are, one is one is past. They're both astrologers. Uh-huh. I don't. I try not to. I, I not throwing shade or talking shit. I just haven't found a psychic that. Yeah. So well, you th- probably know yourself better than someone else knows you. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also feel that way about myself. I'm not even a psychic, but I, maybe that was hard. Like maybe that's why I've never seen one before because it's hard for me to hear someone kind of tell me things about myself, and I'm like, yeah, I already know that. Like I know, I know myself. Yeah. Um, that's why I asked you afterward is this is more like confirmation for you because yeah. you already feel this shit coming yeah because we talked about you being intuitive and you picking up mm-hmm. I guess with you like you said nobody knows and I tell my clients this all the time nobody knows you better than you know yourself yeah including me even mm-hmm. though I'm psychic I you're, you're still you're still living your yeah. life you know what works best for you but you get so many lost people probably that go to psychics just like because they don't know themselves that are just gonna listen to every single thing the psychic says and just be like well i guess that's happening because they've never take the time to actually try to like know themselves and listen to their own gut or they're wanting to hear something that they want to hear uh-huh. they know what they need to do and that's why i always say i, w- I tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear yeah yeah. You, yeah no you did a good job of that good thank yeah. you yeah um <laughs> very much so <laughs> um so do you feel like do you feel like you can see more, and this, I guess this kind of contradicts what we were just saying, but is it is it easier for you to predict what's going to happen with other people or see it than it is for yourself in the sense of like, I think when it's yourself, like you have a gut instinct about it, but you're, the emotions of what you want will always sort of, so do you feel like, feel like that with yourself or do you feel like you're totally evolved beyond that? That like, No, it it's 
the problem with me is just like you is my impatience. Uh I can feel it coming. I can see what it's coming, but there's always a fucking lesson behind it. There's always Mm -hmm. because of the way that I growing up and having this gift was mm-hmm. very manipulating. Uh-huh. I used it to my advantage growing up. Oh, like up. in how? how like in way? school. Uh-huh. Like, like I got bullied big time in school. Yeah. So I, I I would tap into what was going on with that person or even the teacher. Teacher would come in with in, in a bad mood or whatever and it's like, uh, I would tell them, it's not my fault you're having problems with your husband. Mm-hmm. Don't bring that shit here. <laughs> I got suspended. In third grade was my first suspension. That's hilarious. Yeah, and so using it as a defense mechanism. So mm-hmm. now do, doing it now in, in fighting for those that are that are being taken advantage of by mm-hmm. psychics, by people that are per, per, uh, portraying people that they're really not. Yeah. Are the you guys in a relationship? No. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, are you in one now? No. Oh, when you are in one, do you do, does your partner like do you use it against your partner and like do they like, who do they ever does it ever happen to you where like they're yeah. like all right stop doing your thing on me. Yeah. They'll say, stop, stop looking at me. Well, what are you trying to hide? So relationships yeah. are very tricky for me uh-huh. because I can see, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying yeah. I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life, but it, you can, it, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. It's lo- it, It's lonely. Oh, it's lonely. that's sad. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I guess like there can't really be secrets. So like, so you could even, okay, let's say that like, let's say your partner was not cheating on you. Mm-hmm. Let's just say maybe they were thinking in their head like, they thought someone was cute or maybe they were having just even a flirtation in their head about someone else. You would probably be able to see that. Mm-hmm. And no, and, and like a normal person would just never know that. And remember their energy is off too. So yeah. what they, what they bring into the house with me is mm-hmm. their energy and their bullshit from work. And I, yeah. I know it's going to sound shitty, but I'm very selfish. Uh-huh. Like I have to have my alone time and I don't yeah. need you bugging me while I'm doing it. Like, is that enough time? Whatever. Stay in, we yeah. we live together, so he stays up in his room. Uh-huh. I stay downstairs, whatever. It's perfect. Yeah, you go do you, whatever. So I, I, I tend not to get involved in relationships. Yeah, because of that, it's not fair to that person. You don't think you ever will? I think I will when the time is right. But yeah. I just right now with everything that's going on and the way that I'm feeling, and I just got you know my kids, are, my my daughter just turned eighteen. She just graduated. My son's going to graduate next year. Uh-huh. So I'm you know kind of doing me now. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been doing this professionally? Uh, for the last three and a half years. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, it came to that point. Or like it was just like you were probably doing it so much on the side, and then it was like no, they. I ended up working for family that that didn't that didn't end up working out, and I was like, what are we gonna do now? Mm-hmm. And I was con- I, I seriously, it was. It, there's more to it. I was contemplating suicide at the time. I'm like, I'm, oh, I'm fucking so done. Like I've jumped through every fucking hurdle you guys have given me, uh-huh. and I'm done. I want to. I want. This is it. I want to die now. And they were like. Yeah. No, this is what we talked about, and I had the flashback of being a little kid, uh-huh. and I told, I was telling Jay, he was like, I, he was like, well, what did they tell you? And I was like, you're talking about your guides. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was like, well, what is it? And I was like, they're they're telling me we need to start doing this. He's like, doing what? I said, let's start doing the psychic stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's phase out this old life that I had and mm-hmm. start going the route that I'm supposed to go. And did you feel better, like almost instantly when you? The first thing I he booked was Comic Con. Really? Mm-hmm. I was the first psychic to do Comic Con in po- Portland Comic Con. Oh my, how cool! Mm-hmm. So you're the booker. Mm-hmm. Got it. Sorry. I don't know how he does it. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He books it. Um, I did Comic Con. Did uh, um, the Soho House in New York, Los Angeles. That's crazy. Yeah. You need to get on some of these like reality shows. They always have a psychic on. I know. Would you ever want to? I would do it. I would do Shit, it. Because I, I would give it to them. Because Stassi already had a reading on Vanderpump this year. Whatever. Well, they'll get another season. We'll use you next time. Yeah. Because um, I think people. I mean, I did meet you early, but I yeah. I I actually don't. I didn't even know she was doing that. She like told me it afterwards. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't read her emails, by the way. So I know you've reached out to her. Like, she, <laughs> she's, it's no. Um, We're coming for you, Stassi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she'll, she would, um, she, she would, she would love to have you on her podcast. I know that. She just is, you know, really bad with communication. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it just overwhelms her. But, anyways, um, so, what, so, when you were contemplating suicide, your guides, like, picked up on that and they were, like, they were just telling this, so they just guided you into into doing this full time. Because I know myself so well, and I know that my I know it sounds so weird to say this, but and I know that my guides know me so well. They know me when I'm being dramatic because I'm very dramatic. Yeah, I will fucking bitch about any little thing or whatever, yeah. and then blow it up to like twenty times its uh-huh. size. This time I was done. Yeah, I was like, I just I I can't do it. I was yeah. cowering in the corner, shaking. I had gone into it with a family member, and it was just horrible. I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, and so there was more to again there. there what ended up happening is I fell on the bed and I saw this white owl with a gold face shooting down and mm-hmm. then this feeling of calmness and they said go to sleep mm-hmm. and I was like what do you mean go to sleep and they referenced a time to me when I when I didn't trust them and that 
the same thing happened in the next morning. I got to move on what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. So at, at the next morning at three in the morning, they woke me up. I said, go get your stuff. Mm-hmm. You're done. Mm-hmm. And then I woke him up. I said, we need to go. We need to go now. Okay. Yeah. So they know the, there's, cause I, I, I mean, this it's kind of personal, but when that happens, I, I cry and it's not just like the, like the little tears. It's more of like the, you were like releasing something. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It surprises me a little bit that, and there's nothing wrong with like being dramatic or, or whatever we all are, but it surprised me a little bit that you're so intuitive, but you still can have those kind of like, that's not a, excuse me, it's not a flaw, but like, like, you I know, still like have my material mind, my still, yeah. what makes me me. I mean, the, yeah. the jadedness and I, mean, yeah. I can be, I can be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I can be a lot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> At least yeah. you know it. Mm-hmm. We all can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just lost my train of thought there. I know I've, I've already asked you this, but you have no idea like who your guides are. They're just like, you don't think it's like past relatives or anything. You just think it's. I had one, the only one person that's claimed to see it. And the reason why I believe this person, cause it was a 10 year old girl. Uh huh. And I read her, I, her mom wanted to come, came in, I was doing an event in Oregon and she uh-huh. came in and she was like, can I get a reading from you? And I said, the yeah. The little I said, girl did? No, the oh, mother the did. Uh-huh. And I said, um, yeah. I said, but I want to read her first. You're, you're, she's like my daughter. And I was like, yeah. And the little girl was scared. She's like, no, no, no. I said, and I looked at her. I said, but you're not really afraid of me, are you? Uh-huh. And she like calmed down. She goes, no. I said, we can leave the door open. Your mom can mm-hmm. stand out there, but I want to talk to you. And she was like, okay. So I talked to her, I was like, you're, you're very different. I said, I see a lot of trouble in school for you. I said, I feel like, you know, things are going. She's like, yeah, they don't understand me at school. I said, but I want to talk about the people that you talk to. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and she was like, look at me. I said, like, the people that live in your house that aren't really there. Mm-hmm. You, that aren't really there? That aren't really there. Uh-huh. And because w- they were telling me to tell her all this. She goes, oh, you mean the, the bald girl? The little girl that's bald that lost her hair? Oh, my God. And I said, Yeah. She was talking. She saw that she saw a spirit of a little girl that used to live in the so house. So they were spirits. It wasn't like she was talking to like imaginary friend. Yeah. Like she was okay. The little girl died in the house. Of, uh-huh. I guess she had cancer, leukemia, whatever oh it was. And her father died. The her the ten year old's uh-huh. father died, and she would talk to him every now and then. Oh, so the the ten year old's real father died, and then she also would see this girl. The girl from uh-huh, that lived in the house wow. before them, and then she stops mid sentence and looks behind me, like she like I'm talking to you. She did this. Oh my god! And I, I got, got chills. I, right now, I got chills. And she looked, and I, lo- I said, what's the matter? And she and she just was like, um, and she looked at me, she started smiling. She, I, I go, what are you looking at? And I, and I had to look back, and there was nothing there. And she goes, I'm looking at the, at the two angels that are talking to you, that are telling you what to tell me in your ear, and the big guy standing behind them. I said, you can see that? She goes, that's how you, she's like, that's how you do what you do. Whoa, and I started crying. I was like, and the mom came in, she said, everything okay? I said, yeah. I said, I'm, I'm good. But yeah, she picked up on that. She scared the shit out of me. And did, was she saying like the big guy was like God or something? Or was it like, or like maybe it was like a just. I asked her, I, I, just like you, I asked her, I was like, okay, what are you seeing? She's like, he doesn't say anything. He's just, he's just a man. He just stands maybe there. Maybe it's like a, a, maybe it was a past relative too. Maybe. Yeah. That's but I, I don't hear them. I don't, I don't know. I don't pick up female energy or male energy. It's yeah. just, just the thoughts. So, oh, so like you don't. He- you don't hear the voice. You hear it through your own thought. Through yeah. my own thought, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then they'll, they'll, put, they'll bring in the Polaroid pictures. Like uh, I did a house reading and the, the lady was like, there's so, so much activity here. I went in her room. I told the story a million and one times. I went in her room and they gave me a snapshot of all these entities that were in the room. But they showed up as lights and then one main one, which was an older lady. A snapshot, like a photo. Like Yeah, like uh-huh. the, remember the old school Polaroid pictures? Yeah, yeah. That's what I see in my head of what's going on. So it's not active. Uh-huh. Unless unless they're wanting me to see active, but mm-hmm. that's what I saw, and I was like, I started to get sick, and I started hearing this woman chanting in her room, the lady that lived in the house, and then the lady, the older lady, came forward, and she looked dazed, like uh-huh. she had like Alzheimer's or something. Uh-huh. And this is a spirit. This, this is a spirit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the room started to smell. It smelled like shit and pee. Ooh. And then it smelled like sage that the lady was burning before, and then old lady perfume. So I started gagging. I, my friend was in there. She's like, "Don't throw up, you idiot." I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. And so I got out of the house. My eyes were all watery. I was gagging, still coming out. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And the lady goes, what do you mean? I said, are you saying that you're an open vessel, that any any entity, any spirit that wants to come to you can come here? She's like, yeah, I say that every night. I want them to feel welcomed. I said, stop fucking saying that. Yeah. You're leading them here and there's nowhere to go. And who is this old lady? That, that, and I was kind of shitty because I was sick. I was like, who's that shitting and pissing all over herself? <laughs> and she goes, oh my God, it's my grandmother. I said, you got to stop. And yeah. I was telling her, I said, this is what happens when, I'm not talking shit, when people that don't have the ability start messing with it. Mm. Trying to make shit happen that's just leave well enough alone. 
So she didn't naturally have the ability. She was just like forcing it, sort of. She was calling in, like, you know, saying that I'm an open vessel. Anybody that wants to come, and she, you know, a little crazy, a little, little off. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I just went there to go visit. I didn't want to do a reading. I wasn't working, and she found out that I was a psychic. Uh So I went in there. I was like, fine, fuck, let's just go do this. Yeah. Yeah. So do you do you see spirits often, like your dad? Um, I hear them more than I see them. Mm -hmm. Does it scare you? Yeah, that scares me. The one time when we first moved to Oregon. I didn't tell him anything. I was like, oh, I'm just going to write it out or whatever. And he told me, he's like, God, I saw this this spirit hanging out in the in the upstairs in between the stairs. It was like huddling. Mm-hmm. And I said, I saw the same thing. I said, but to me, what I saw was a, a guy, and I know it's going to sound weird, that thought he was a crow. Mm-hmm. He looked like in my mind's eye, like I knew it was a man standing yeah. there. He was, hu- he was, I know it's going to sound weird. He was huddled in between the wall and the toilet. Uh-huh. And he was, you know how like yeah, crows, yeah. they shake. Yeah. And I was like, he thinks he's a crow. Like, he thinks he's a bird or something. Like, he's trying to hide, like, yeah. like he's got wings or something. And then he said the same thing. He saw, but he saw his, you saw yours as white. It was black. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. So are, are you psychic too, a little bit? No, but you just saw a spirit. Wow. So how often do you see them? Um, not, um, more than I'd like to, maybe like at least twice twice a week, but I hear oh, them geez. all the time. That's a lot. And I hate, but like whenever I do a reading over the phone, like a medium type reading, this is where I, this is where other mediums kind of trip me out too. Once I open once I open that up, it's opening it up for everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's not just one spirit that's coming through that's talking. It's a whole bunch of them that are trying to get the attention, get my attention to speak. Oh, so if that's I w- like so weird. Yeah, so like if you had a grandmother that passed uh-huh. away and you wanted me to tap into her, other ones would come in. I would have to listen specifically for your grandmother because she'd be the one saying, tell her this. Uh-huh. And I'd have to weed out everybody else and listen to what your grandmother's saying uh-huh. to make sense of it. Because if she keeps repeating herself, then I'll say, okay, I'm getting this. And this woman is telling me to tell you, you used to dance as a little girl uh-huh. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did someone just tell you that? Because I used to. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We can't do like a medium one. You don't want to do those. That's no. fine. I haven't lost a ton of people. Actually, no, I would like to hear from one person, but you really won't do it. If they'd have to come through. I'd have to hear. I'd have to hear them. That's the thing. Can I we try. We can try if you want. Yeah. Can I, do I say who it is? No, don't tell me who it is. Oh, so okay. We could do. We can do it off the podcast too. Okay. Because it'll just be dead air right okay, now. Yeah. Um. Uh. What was I gonna say? Oh, I did want to show you this though. So, cause I wanted to ask you if you do see this stuff. So, um, for my birthday, we went um to the Queen Mary, mm-hmm. like, for like a ghost tour. And um, you guys stayed the night there too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. How was that? It was it was great. It was cool. Um, and so there's a room. I don't know if you know the history of the Queen Mary, but there's like one room um, on the boat. I mean, the whole place is supposed to be haunted, but there's one room on the boat where the the stories are conflicting on what happened, but it's something like fairly evil, and it's um, unmarked now, and I don't think it's like available to like rent out. But we Googled it and went and tracked it down and found it. And um, because it's a ship, uh, all the rooms have this, like the, the main door to it. They have like a vent on it, but it's not like a vent for like gas or heat or anything to come out. It's just like just just for decoration. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. And so we're taking like a bunch of pictures and stuff like we were doing it all night. And so we went and looked at that room and um, Katie was and Katie's very Katie from the show. She's pretty sensitive to this stuff. And she starts snapping a bunch of photos um, and our friend Zach is standing there, and that c- is coming out of the vent. But again, when I say it's not like a vent that there's like heat or gas coming out of it, and we could not see that with our naked eye. It's a big black mass, everyone, and mm-hmm. it looks evil. When I um, when Annabelle reached out to me and she told me that she was that she was like, oh god, I'd like to talk, but I'm going to this event tonight. I'm doing the Queen Mary. She asked she a- she asked me what what should I do? Uh-huh. I said the and the the spirits, ghosts, entities, whatever it is you want to call them, are so used to people going there that it's more like parlor tricks to them. Yeah. So I don't feel like anything really. Ne- I, f- I feel like there are some mischievous things. I don't feel like anything's too bad there. Does that yeah, make yeah. sense? And no, uh, the impression I know it's going to sound weird. The impression that I get from that picture is let's let's show them. Does yeah, that make yeah. sense? Like, uh-huh. like, like, the, like showing off. That's what I got from her. I said, yeah. So just go in there. Uh, she asked me, is there anything I should do? I said, say to yourself. I said, I would say to myself before you go there and mm-hmm. after you go there. But try not to get in your head that something's attached to you. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, we, I don't think we thought that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's definitely something. That's yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, then I have one more for you. <laughs> so this is, um, so Stassi and I went to Charleston and we went on a haunted jail tour. And this jail is like 
super, super old, and it was not well run at all. I'm, I mean, they were putting people in jail at that time for like just stealing bread and then leaving them there without food. And, and there was like, t- there was, it was way overcrowded. It was just a really horrible situation. And so, um, we're on this tour and, uh, I was taking photo and video the whole time. And at first in the video, I thought like these dust specks were orbs. And then I realized they were just basically dust specks. And all of a sudden in this video, it's like, Dust back, dust back, dust back. And then this like perfectly round circle orb like comes towards my camera and like moves differently. So watch the video and you'll see it. It's only 10 seconds long. Sorry guys, there's a little bit of dead air. He's watching it. <laughs> oh shit. It, it's, it moves differently. It stops for yeah, a second. Do- yeah. Isn't that weird? Because the rest of them were definitely dust specks. And then a perfect, round, bright circle comes, stops, looks in right the camera. There, mm-hmm. Isn't that creepy? Whenever I see orbs like that, in uh, this is probably good, people are going to be like, what is he talking about? Uh-huh. To me, those orbs seem more more in between does that make sense mm-hmm. more of like not really human but not not animal does that make sense kind yeah. of like that's what i pick up from things like that uh-huh. yeah so not like it's not like a figure of like a human it's not like obviously it's not clearly mm-hmm. is it like something that didn't totally pass over or something or or some something that, that something of that does that make sense something of that place so the, the energy that's in there the, the oh okay could just be energy who's jake jake beside well, I just told you about a Jake, but I won't talk to him about No, him. not that. No. Oh. That's connected to this Charleston thing. Do you know anything about that? Um, no. I mean, maybe it was one of the prisoners. We were there visiting the people from Southern Charm, our friends, and there's no... It was Danny, Naomi, Craig, um, Todd, or fiance. There's something name. about the name Jake. It's not I'll Jack. It I'll look it up. That's connected to that that place in the video. Okay. I'll look it up, Charleston. I'm curious to see now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's... yeah. Okay, I got confirmed. I have two, two, two pieces of evidence on my phone. Fo- my phone of paranormal activity. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. So how was Charleston? Though was it fun? Oh, it's amazing. Have you been to Alcatraz yet? Uh, no, I would like to go though. Check that out. Is it like open for people to go? And yeah. that's obviously supposed to be haunted. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I'm there's sure. a tour. I took him there. Is it cool? Yeah, that's awesome. It's draining though. Really? I, you probably would pick up on stuff. You, yeah. Like yeah. it just seems. It seems. Uh, I think I can't. I think I'm like. I do pick up on stuff like a little bit, but I mean, I'm not like, I don't see like spirits twice a week. You but just remind me of somebody that says, I f- like, not because I'm not basing off the whole cancer sun sign shit, yeah, but yeah. you remind me of somebody that says, I feel like that person would, I feel like that person's feeling, I feel like this, I feel like yeah. that's what I pick up from you. Like, like oh, you're totally. able to pick up on whether you want to call it the essence of that person. I wouldn't mm-hmm. go so far as say psychic, like no, read their psychic. mind, but their intention. But I can usually, t- I can usually tell by looking at someone when they're bothered, like I can tell when they're bothered, what they're probably bothered by. Um, yeah. That's just, I mean, that maybe it's just being empathetic. I don't know. Uh, my mom is very much like that, too. My mom is. I just I wish more people would accept it or, or yeah. own that part of them. Yeah. Because it'll get them out of so much shit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought again. Uh, so, do you, okay, do you ever, it, when you when you see these spirits and stuff, do, you, do they scare you or are you just kind of used to it? I know I already asked you that, but like, have you ever seen something that was like, you were like, that's evil, I need to get away from that? I guess like a spirit or, or is it more just like... It's more like, it, it, the, the spirits never, because again, I've been doing this for so long and having to deal with it, like like when they come and visit me at night mm-hmm. and I'm sleeping, get out. That's terrifying. Not, not right now. So um, they're just fully like standing at the end of your bed or do they ever touch you? Do you ever yeah, like feel them? Yeah, they'll touch, shake the bed or... And do you f- does it feel like a real, like, yeah. like the strength of a human hand or something? It feels like... Oh like, like, like they're trying to wake you up. Yeah, wake. Uh huh. Or the, like I woke up. I was in Oregon, uh-huh. um, and there was this lady telling me about the. F- I woke up. I was so drunk that night before, uh-huh. and I thought it was my mind playing tricks on me. Uh-huh. I woke up and I heard some lady talking to me, telling me about the history of the town that I was sleeping in. Uh huh. Like there was two fires. Which was what town? It was Dallas. Uh huh. Um, there was there was a uh, two fires here. A lot of people, you know, people lost a lot of things. But she was talking real low. Uh huh. Real, real low. And I, I remember waking so up. Creepy. I woke up and I was like. Uh, what? And she goes, oh, I was telling you about the fire. I said, you need to go. I said, I'm sleeping. <laughs> and, and she you just l- talk kind of calmly like that? Calmly. 
because I don't, because you, I don't, and you always talk back and tell them when you want them to leave. You don't just try to ignore them. Yeah, but I'm not like the whatever the shows that are when they're screaming at them, whatever. I'm like, I, yeah. I need to sleep. You guys need to go. Yeah. And I'll do it that way. I know it sounds crazy. No, but that it really doesn't sound yeah. crazy. It sounds irritating that they like, they. I don't like when people wake me up in my sleep. Like, <laughs> my sleep is very delicate and very precious to me. I get three or four hours of sleep a night. It's all, when people tell me, when other psychics God. are saying, I just shut it off. I, really? Yeah. Is and there's no way to like shut it off. Like you can't like. I'll smoke weed. Yeah, I was just gonna. I was like, if you took a sleeping pill or something, or like smoked weed, you can shut it off. Smoke, not shut it off, but it doesn't make it as intense. Because yeah. sometimes I'll pace around the house because mm-hmm. I can't sleep or I'm getting stuff or or something's bothering. Like, it's it kind of a hard life to be. It this? is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like not wish it on anyone else? No, I would never say that. I mean, it, 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 to me, it's a gift. Yeah. yeah. Well, it does seem like a gift, but uh-huh. it's like, well, it's like it's almost like. Anything that is like, okay, the gift of someone that's like a musician or whatever who, you know, they're kind of tortured by like their, their gift because they're obviously their career is going to be different and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. No, it, um, I mean, this is even more intense because you have ghosts talking to you at night. Yeah. Ghosts or, or getting hits off of people like waking up like my friend from Oregon, who I call my sister, when she was pregnant. She had really high anxiety, and I would be woken up even like during naps. Feeling her anxiety? Yeah. I was like, they to- they're telling me to cal- tell you to calm down. I said, what's going on? I just had a panic attack, whatever. Or the way that she gets her hits. But but she wouldn't have called you to say that. You would just be, you would wake up and be like, my friend is having anxiety. And then you call her and say, you need to calm down. Yeah, because she would never want to reach out or bother me. Mm-hmm. Because she, the way that, when you make friends with the psychic, they're like, I don't want to use you for your, for your yeah. abilities. Yeah, well, that makes sense though. So she was like, you know, she's like, yeah, I was feeling, I just, I don't know what was going on. My breathing was off or whatever. I said, you need to relax or tell me that it's in your head. Chill out. Wow. Or she, uh, the way that she gets her hits, she would so get so much sim- pressure for you. Yeah, she would get symbols, and I would tell her. I said, I don't know why I'm getting this, but I'm tap. They're telling me, just for example, they're telling me th- to tell you about a maple leaf. What is maple leaf to you? And she goes, Oh, maple leaf means blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So they were specific in her. Like when I, whenever I make friends with somebody that has an ability or or, or figuring out how they are, mm-hmm. they'll give me things that make sense to that person specifically. Uh-huh. Interesting. Did yeah. you get any symbols for me? Just what I told you earlier. Yeah. I, yeah, okay. 2018, baby. <laughs> 2008. Yeah, Chris says that 2018 is my year. I'm going to be hella busy and successful. I'm excited about that. Me too. Did I just say hella? What are we, from the Bay Area? Yeah, is that like I was, Bay I was, Area I was San Francisco. Hella? hella. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> embarrassing. Um, so, I, I, I didn't, I think I cut you off before. Like, what, like, can you give me, like, top three where you had a feeling about something with someone and it was either insanely bad or insanely good just like we're for you it's like holy shit or is it just like it happens so often that it happens so often but like pregnancies with women i was just gonna say like do you just like look at someone and be like you're pregnant or you're going to be soon i wish i could say this person's name but i went to to give a reading to them Uh someone that i I love very very much Mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry and i get to her house and she opens the door we're sitting down and she's like can i get you anything i said maybe some water i said i said i'm i don't know why but i'm not and I looked at her and said, are you pregnant? And she goes, yeah, but don't, don't tell anybody. I said, fuck. She's like, and I have really bad morning sickness. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's what. So you start to get sick when you're around someone sort of with that. like, Or if they have, like, especially this one woman I gave a Skype reading to. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, had, um, she had a Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. But I kept getting nauseous. I kept having to stop the reading and, like, gag. Like, you could hear, like, a pull. Weird. Yeah. So you'll feel other people's illnesses. Mm-hmm. Like all different types, like if someone had like cancer or if they had like heart pain or something, or I mean, I guess heart pain, there would be a heart attack and you would be like just talking to them casually, but. For like those types of things, like I'll pick up, they'll show me bones. Like, like if it's somebody that's suffering from an osteoporosis or they're mm-hmm. having like joint pain, I'll see bones. But if it's like um, blood issues, I'll see their blood or flesh. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll show me where it's at. Usually most of the times I see the inside of someone's stomach. Mm-hmm. Like they have digestive issues or there's something wrong but with their But you don't always intestine. like feel it in your own body. No, I would Just die. sometimes though. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. God, yeah. wouldn't that be... Is there, are there types of psychics that feel that kind of thing? Like they'll feel... They call them empaths. That's, I guess... Oh, that is what empaths take is. on the, the, the feelings of other people. And are they trying to do that? Like don't empaths like train to do that? I don't know how... I, just, the that whole, seems the like whole way meta- too intense. The metaphysical world is so... That just seems way yeah. too intense. <laughs> okay, so you can usually guess when people are pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I just want to know, like, other instances where, like, it's kind of like... Uh, I get warnings a lot about people that I should not be around. Really? Like, especially, like, people, like, I have nothing... Like, I, I always say this. I have nothing against people that, that practice ritualistic-type magic or anything mm-hmm. like that. I've messed with that growing up as a kid. Uh-huh. It's not for me. Um, it's just... So you get warnings, like... Do you ever get warnings that someone's like that, like 
I mean, you can get a gut feeling that someone's like a bad person, obviously. But do you ever get a warning when you're around someone like, oh, they're like bad, bad. Like they're capable of like murder, of killing bad. somebody. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been able to pick up on like. Uh, OK, let me tell you, like the story will be quick. Mm-hmm. So would, and if I tell you the story, would you, you I want to ask you, would you be able to pick up on this with someone? Because mm-hmm. this is one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. We were just talking about Charleston. So it reminded me of it. Yeah. So. That trip that we were in Charleston, um, our, um, our friend Naomi, um, she's on Southern Charm. She was telling the story about, she just heard of it, uh, her friend. It's a, it's a friend of a friend, but it's a girl that she's met before, so let's just call her a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, uh, her parents have a house in the Hamptons. And uh, she went up to the Hamptons like a week before her parents went. And uh, she was on Tinder or some dating site and matched with this guy. And... Uh, they, uh, she had him pick her up for a date and, uh, you know, and that, that's not usually smart on a first date. I I don't do that, but whatever. That was like kind of like the main mistake she made, but she had to pick her up on a date, but they had a great time. Like it wasn't like, I mean, she wasn't like obsessed with him, but like after the date, like she felt like, Oh, I would see him again. Like he was great. He was normal. Seemed successful. Like all that. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's in the house. Her parents haven't arrived yet. She's still like six, it's like six days later. Um, and, uh, she hears something in the house. And so she calls her parents and, uh, she's like, I hear something and I don't know, like, what should I do? And they were like, just to be safe, call the cops. And so she calls the cops and they pick up and they were like, they were like, okay, like, good thing you called. Like, we're a little backed up right now. We can be there in probably like 30 to 40 minutes. Cause they saw it as like, probably not an emergency. Mm-hmm. Three minutes later or four minutes later, the cops show up. Because when she called 911, one of the dispatchers, not the first one she talked to, someone else there was smart enough to um, pick up on the fact that someone else inside the house picked up another landline inside the house. So this girl's calling, and they can see that there's another phone that has been picked up inside of her house. And so they, they said, cops, go immediately. They go to the house. They find that guy that she went on a date with. He'd been living in her basement for a week. <gasps> And there were tarps, like knives, ropes, all this stuff. Like he had like planned to kill her, obviously, but he was just maybe like some psycho where he was like really drawing it out by living in the basement. So had that dispatcher not been smart enough to like pick up the fact that someone picked up the another phone line in the house, like she'd be dead. So my point is creepy ass story. Yeah. Very creepy for dating. Girls, be safe. Do not let anyone pick you up from your house. Don't trust people too easily. It's very scary out there. Um, but let's say you met someone like that, like that. Like, t- like a guy like that, which to her, it was like, he seemed normal. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to pick up on like, this person's bad. Absolutely. Cannot be around them. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Uh, How many times have I? Happens a lot. It happens a lot. Yeah. I, and and will you get like that strong of a feeling where you're like, like they're, they're not just like creepy. They're evil. I always say, oh God, that guy has that, that guy or girl has bad juju. Stay the fuck away from them. Really? Yeah. But bad juju, you mean like, because that could just be like bad energy, like, oh, they're just negative or something. Like, I'm well, talking like, can you pick up like, like oh, murder, they're evil. Murder, evil, eat bad yeah. intent. Yeah, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I could. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you could. You could. There's just something. Uh, I always tell people that I know the difference, again, between someone that has like a mental issue when uh-huh. it's like, you know, schizophrenia or bipolar or something and someone that just is a bad egg. You yeah. can just tell. Uh-huh. There's just something about their aura and the way that they yeah, present themselves. Yeah, I know themselves. what you're saying. Yeah, because I can just uh, like decipher between the two where I'm just like, oh, they're just a little crazy. I feel bad for them. They're depressed or whatever. Or they're just like crazy. Or like that person makes me feel. Yeah. There's a switch in their eye mm-hmm. if you look at it. Do yep. You, there's actually, I can think of someone very specifically that uh, that seems jovial when you're around them. It's He's someone in the entertainment industry that I know. But like to me, I can just see it in his eyes, or I'm like, I just like he he makes my skin crawl to be around him. The switch, there's yeah. there's a switch that yeah. But even though, but he doesn't, he's not like being outwardly like angry or anything. It's just something like it's a different. Pre- I can sit here and talk to you about this all day. Yeah. but it's a different presence that they bring. Like we had somebody that was that was staying with us that had a that had an issue that was that was more mental but i knew not bad intentions not like shady but i just knew when they their energy would shift and i knew i was being there's another woman that was involved in my in my career early on that but that was kind of like that where she'd walk in i would just know Uh i was like oh here we go there's just there's a switch there there's that at least i could pick up on it yeah i don't know if it's because i'm psychic or whatever but their energy you just know that you're in for some shit yeah yeah and even if they're not like being like bad at the time, you or 
Yeah, they're, 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 and then you look at their eyes. There's like a, a glaze or something. Yeah, yeah, I totally know what you're saying. Yeah. It's so that's so creepy, and that's probably helped you from like not. Have you ever been like in a relationship with like a bad person? Mm-hmm. How yeah. did you not pick up on it? Because like you let your heart get. I picked up. On, I, I I knew what I was getting involved in. Uh-huh. I knew, but it was the drugs. Yeah, it was the money. Yeah, I mean, this person was like a when I say hustler. I mean, I don't know how how they did it. I was just along for the ride. Yeah, and I knew. I mean, we were getting into into fist fights and yeah. the, you know we we fucked up the Venetian a couple of times yeah. and things like that but I knew it was it you was know. never any anything to the point where it was going to be life threatening yeah, yeah, it'd yeah. be like but a broken finger or yeah, a slap yeah, yeah. across the face got it got yeah. it yeah it was just bad uh-huh. I see what you're saying <laughs> yeah do you want to do this for the rest of your life I think I'm going to yeah yeah it doesn't it must drain you though obviously you just said that you only get like three or four hours of sleep it's draining it's yeah. draining yeah I, I especially doing the phone readings that I do like I'm not because it here's the thing people say oh it's all psychics are fake or whatever and i'm reading these people and i'm not looking at them uh-huh. I'm, I'm i'm just hearing their voice and going in so i was telling jay the other day i was like god i'm yawning mm-hmm. more than after these readings yawning it's it's very very draining i bet yeah i i mean I th- i've watched that like that psychic guy on bravo before and he li- yeah like he g- literally looks like he's getting like physically mm-hmm. like when you've said that you've gotten physically sick before yeah do you think it will affect your health long term what do your guides say about that? I don't think it'll stress wise and not being not sleeping and stuff. No, I, I, I have my own little theory on that whole thing. When the uh-huh. time comes, I just yeah. feel like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm going to put it out there for the first time. I just feel like it's just going to be done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just going to be a light that just yeah goes out. Do your kids have the, any of these qualities? My son does. He does. My son picks up. My son has the same thing as my dad. He oh. sees. And my son's very perceptive too. He, I, I, I'd like to train him a little bit more, mm-hmm. but he definitely sees. My daughter's just more of a little bitch. <laughs> She's more common sense, more yeah. street mentality type person. Does your son want to do anything with this no. later? But he, he hates but it. He, but he's aware of it. He's aware of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he talk to you about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He told me about the lady that lived. We, him and I were. I. Because I don't sleep very well. I, I used to call him. I could hear him messing around, messing around in his room. I was like, "Come!" I said, "Chris, come in here. Come lay down with me." Mm-hmm. It's like seven at the time, and we were we were laying in the bed talking, just shooting the shit. And we don't have any pets in the house. Mm-hmm. We heard something running down the hallway, like an animal, like a dog. Oh my god! Because you could hear it scraping yeah, yeah, the carpet. Yeah, it's a very distinct yeah. noise. Yeah, and it ran under the bed. It moved the bed. That is so weird. And he goes, "What the fuck?" And I said, "What?" And he got up. He saw what was that? It went under the bed. And I said, "No, no, don't, don't." He looked, so there's nothing there. And then two weeks later after that, he um, he never told me this until just, what, like six months ago. This was like four or five years ago that he saw this. He said that when we went to the market, that he heard somebody running down the hallway. Uh-huh. And when he looked, who was running down the hallway, it was a lady and she looked like she was burned. <gasps> and I said, you fucking idiot. That's probably what we heard running down the hallway that day. Oh, but it sounded like, to me, it sounded like an animal. Yeah. It sounded like something came in. I saw, did we leave the back door open? Because we lived right next to the Was freeway. Was there ever a fire at this house? I don't know. I don't know. I, do, I know the guy that rented the house to us had lost his wife, but uh-huh. I don't know how. But my son said that he saw the woman. She was older and she was burned. But he, I was like, I go, how do you know she was burned? Because he said that he saw her in black and white. Mm-hmm. I said, well, how do you know she was burned? He's like, you could see the burn on her face. Yeah. She had, I was like, and what did she do? He said, she looked surprised to see me. Weird. And I said, you didn't get scared? He said, yeah, I got scared. I said, why didn't you say anything? He said, I don't know. But oh yeah. Oh my God, that's pick, so crazy. Yeah. And you could hear it at the other house in Salem mm-hmm. running across the hallway. What? The same, wait, it's a different house It's though. a different house though, yeah. But it, that spirit follows him no, or something? No, 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 no. It was a um, different one oh. in that house. You could hear it walking. You could hear somebody walking down the stairs. Uh-huh. You could hear knocks on the wall. Do they ever mess with like, I know like a lot of ghosts mess with electronics. Do they ever do that with you in your house or like turn water on or? No, the don't th- i'm not saying i'm gonna leave anything behind but whenever i used to visit my my cousin mm-hmm. she would say take whatever the fuck you brought here <laughs> it turned the water on yeah yeah and turn the water it, on? it turned the water on oh when it I left. did yeah. oh mm-hmm. really yeah That's but it doesn't mess with us that way yeah uh, no we haven't had anything like that no i could pick I, I again i could pick up on it yeah yeah is my house haunted no good why so do you feel something no yeah except for the people that live above me they might as well be living in here, in here they yeah. step so loudly can you hear them I heard them earlier. Yeah. Oh my god! And I don't know what they're doing. It's like, like they can't be bowling, but it sounds like they're bowling upstairs. Like I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> it's so loud. Jumping up and down on the yeah, floor. Seriously. Yeah. Um, well, I have to wrap it up because I have to be at my show in an hour, Let's and I have to it, prepare yeah. for it. 
but I would love to have you back on again. Like I thought you were like, it, like I think that I would. I want to keep talking about this. I wish that I had more time. Like, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. Really? I am good. Okay, but I, I want to definitely do this again sometime. I, w- I would love that. Let's have a party here next time. Let's do it. Yeah, that'd be it. really fun. I need, and I'll, I'll get you. I'll make sure Stassi hears from you, or I'll, I'll work that out because okay. I think she would love to have you on. Yeah. Um, so tell everyone where they can find you and contact you for the stuff. And I'm telling you, like, he got so much stuff so right, especially the fact that 2018 is going to be, like, a really successful <laughs> year for me. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, you guys need to contact him. So tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, Chris, uh, my website, chrismedina.guide. Uh-huh. Or reach me on, on any of my social media handles at psychicchrism, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Okay. Book a reading okay. on my website. Awesome. And they can do it over the phone if they don't live. They can do it over the phone, Skype, in person, depending on where they're at. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And it all works the same. So. Oh, my God. Thanks for doing this. Thanks we should also hang out me. sometime. Definitely. <laughs> let's do it. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to chat about anything or, you know, whatever, just email me. Info at rachelobriancomedy.com. That's info at rachelobriancomedy.com. And I also want to remind you guys I'm going to do another live podcast on August 22nd at the Hollywood Improv. Um, all the details will be, you know, I'll release them soon, but mark it in your calendars. Let's hang. All right. Bye.